0: Hello everybody, welcome to Arsenal X GRS Xbox Podcast. We throw up the X. <laughs> <laughs> so we could be ready to throw down. I am your host, Adv. Joining me from the NGR headquarters, Mr. Corey Derrick, Mr. Bossman himself. I'm here. Yay, podcast. Yes. Yay, and destiny. Also, oh, we're going to have a talk about that. And also joining us is my man himself, Mr. Jesse Douglas. We're oh, mis- <laughs> yes. With his, his uber master.
1: Yep, my my uh monster brew <laughs> I don't really drink I don't really drink uh real alcohol
0: I see i thought <laughs> I literally thought that was a beer I'm like what is this m- contraption? and then this mug will say yeah I got it from big last at the dollar 25 I'm like, <laughs> like is the spot that is the spot Yes. yeah, uh,
1: yeah those dang things used to be five dollars almost when they came out. I like I, I tried them. one and that was it. You know I like it, but I'm like I'm not paying five, no five dollars for one of those things every time I want one. So I I didn't drink them, and then all of a sudden they no one must be drinking them because they're so expensive, and now you can get them for a dollar fifty at Big Lots.
0: Well, it's weird. Uh, I think you might be the only like state or city that carries that because I've never seen that at all
1: it's weird it, it's possible but yeah like there's some places that around here that you can only get like certain things like i've mm-hmm. noticed that anytime something new comes out from monster uh it's almost always in upper michigan you can find it like a month before it comes here oh so wow. <clears throat> so i've tried things you know when i'm visiting family in upper Michigan and then just sat here waiting patiently for it to show it show up here so
0: yeah because you guys got the red bark cream soda uh, yeah uh,
1: yeah I'm there's so uh, we used to have uh like it was the cheapy soda you know like the like your like fago and stuff like that we had yeah. the jo- jolly good or whatever it was yeah. it was like a cheapy soda that we used to have around here. And it was so good, though. Even though it was super cheap, you had, like, basically anywhere that had it, they had the big, you know, the box, and then you just put randomly whatever flavors you wanted on the box and uh-huh. then just pay for a 24-pack. And they yeah. got they got rid of it, and now it is back, but you can only get it in, I think, two two cities in Wisconsin or something oh, like wow. that. So.
0: What about the gas stations? Because most of those drinks you'll find more at a gas station than you will... Like in a store.
1: No, no this is, they literally they make it, they make it, and they only sell it because it's made here, you know, in Wisconsin, and then they only sell it in that town or that area where they make it. Uh, I believe. So. Okay. And they're like shaped. Now they're not like the small sixteen ounce cans or or uh, eight ounce or whatever nine ounce cans. They're the mm-hmm. like shaped like the regular monster size now, like the sixteen ounce or whatever. Oh, oh, okay. Everyone's doing that now. I'm waiting for uh, Jolt Cola to come in our.
0: <laughs> oh <general>. no! <laughs> I remember that.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be in the dollar. The only place you'll be able to get it is at Dollar General.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so
0: I can't wait to cut to Ohio, Corey, because I wonder. I want. I want to know. Do you what want me to get I- that? You want me to get a
2: 24 pack of Surge? So you can play Super oh, Nintendo with Surge. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: I would die. I mean I would come you, with you and find the Surge. You,
2: you can't get Surged
1: by
0: you? No.
1: Oh. It's Yeah, we ha we've had it here for a long time. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's yeah, weird.
0: Surge. Um there are, there is some soda. Uh that we can get unless it's like the fountain kind. Like if you're at like Wendy's okay. or something. Because like uh Fruitopia, I can't get unless I'm at McDonald's or at uh at Burger King. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And um uh, like cherry feta, we can't even get we can't get the we can't even get that in cans or get that in a two-liter. We literally have to go to once again Wendy's or Burger King and get the fountain record right of it.
1: Do you have do you have Fago Corey and by you guys? Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because like the 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 only reason I like them is they make a there's the one flavor that they make that no one else has ever made um, called Rock and Rye, and it's it's like a I don't know I don't even know how to explain it like what exactly it is it's like some kind of cola slash it's almost like cola mixed with cream soda or I don't know it's really it's really weird but it's good and, and no one's ever tried it's one of those flavors that no one's ever tried to replicate so you can't get it any other way except for theirs
2: mm-hmm. I mean
1: there might be somewhere in the world that makes something similar to it but it's it's really good
0: well yeah you guys uh, like the Jolly Rancher soda you don't like Wisconsin's is really like the only place to get it oh okay yeah, 'cause uh, of uh, Woodman's and uh yeah. and Kenosha. They yeah. have it. So oh. it's like uh
1: the to- Wood Woodman's is the best.
0: I need to go there. It's been a while. Uh it's like these, but mixed with Sims Club in a city. Yeah, it's it's
1: it's an it's employee owned, basically. So like it's like you're you know, like at places that have stocks where you once you're an employee you're invested into the So it's, yeah, it's, so their, their, their prices are reasonable. Yeah. But, but they're also, you know, beneficial to the, you know, it's not like a big major corporation where they're super greedy. And I mean, it's, it's rough if you're working there because they are, they do, they are pretty demanding, you know, as far as getting people to work, you know, working, you know, many days a week, but you're, from what I understand, you're actually getting paid better than most, you know, places that would be doing the same job, so.
0: Well, it's weird, because, like, Pick and Save used to be big in Wisconsin, now, like, the <laughs> festival,
1: uh... Yeah, fe- festival, but now, now, uh, actually, um, Pick and Save, uh, bought all the Piggly Wigglies and stuff like that out, so now, Wait, now Pick and- what? Pick and, pick and save is back again. They, they, it's no longer, it's no longer, uh, yeah, any of those or not Piggly wiggly. I mean, um, what the heck was it called? But pick and cops, yeah, cops and all that, yeah. Oh. but pick and save is back more now than it was. I think.
2: Okay. So.
0: Well, everybody, we're here to talk about Xbox <laughs> and not grocery stores and drinks.
2: <laughs> well, I went to Aldi the other day and got...
0: Yes!
2: I'm just kidding. I didn't oh, go. I, really... I actually went My there My wife today. goes. I don't go. <laughs> I feel bad sometimes, but... Why? Because she goes without me all the time, and it, I feel bad sometimes. To Aldi's? Yeah. Jeez. I'm usually at work or just... Yeah, usually at work.
0: Making sure that you got your quarter ready to go. Actually, she doesn't
2: invite me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding.
1: Well, there's nothing more satisfying than, like, literally loading up a cart that's overflowing and you only spent $200.
0: <laughs> and you got, like, four baskets of groceries walking out that mud.
1: Yeah, or you go anywhere else and we would have probably spent closer to three, 300
0: in the black neighborhood, twenty five dollars was able to get you a pack of flavor A, some hot dog buns, and, and like four packs of hot dogs at your birthday party. And it used to be on the popping <laughs> and some chips. Wow. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, when Papa came back in the eighties, just cost eight, cost fifty cents. But we're here to talk about Xbox once again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey, can you go ahead and give us some plugs? Uh, yeah, so, uh,
2: by the time this episode comes out, I hope to have the revamped website going. Uh, I'm trying to make it easier just to click on a video and watch it instead of, you know, multiple clicks kind of hurts your view count. I'm not, I'm not like trying to say we're doing bad numbers or anything. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to make it more user friendly for everybody who visits the website and kind of wants to go from video to video without having to like click through all these links and stuff. So, uh, hopefully that'll be up ngrradio.com, And, uh, we got a bunch of shows for you to listen to, including Nintendo power block, which Ed and I do every Tuesdays and Fridays. If we have time to do the Friday show, uh, you know, nerds gone platinum, which Moose and Jason do the PlayStation show and NGR radio, uh, You know, and then uh, World 1 1 and the Brew Review, also, you can find there. And Ed writes a lot of stuff, and I say I'm going to write a bunch of stuff. And so, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, and you can find, oh, Arsenal Next Facebook page. We are trying to grow the Facebook page to have people uh, play with us uh, through the Xbox Facebook page, or we have an Xbox Live community now. Ar- yes! the Arsenal X podcast community. So if you want to come play with us, uh, you can join the Arsenal X podcast community. Uh, we've got a few new members this past week, uh, probably thanks to Jesse, since he's the one that's, you know... <laughs> Posted a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's been doing. <laughs> Thank a, you, Jesse. I know, he's been doing a strong <laughs> yeah. job of getting people into the group. i just been focusing on Raiding and Destiny on PS4 that I haven't had time to jump back to my Xbox character yet.
0: Uh, yes and everybody we do have an arsenal x club for xbox one if you guys would like to join us let us hit us up let us know yeah
2: yeah um uh,
0: you know destiny's not the only game we play i
2: i i put battlefront and uh gears of war 4 and halo <laughs> and same Titan, here. titanfall 2 in there so uh you know we accept all gamers it's a it's a fun club that i hope hope people are going to enjoy so uh I've been participating through the app, the Xbox app, on my smart device, as they say. Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
1: uh, I I just added someone to our our Xbox uh, thing, uh, I think, last night. Someone uh, uh, wanted to join. So, yeah, yeah, it makes it so much easier when you got that app. You can just, boop, done. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was the notification I got when I was laying in bed last night. It said, Someone new has joined your your Xbox community. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm not gonna check because I'm too tired. But <laughs> yeah. cool, I'm no, I'm on it. I'll, if, if it happens at night, I'll try to take care of it. I know. So. Jesse does more for the Xbox community than I do. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> and not look, like, and I'm the host. Well, you- I'm not supposed to be do stuff. So. <laughs>
2: oh, and you you
1: guys got like a bunch of other things that you worry about. So yeah, I just any any time I got free time, try to do something to help out. Yeah. Also, which isn't always all the time.
0: (laughs) Also, Jesse, there's a program for Xbox. Can you let us know about that?
1: Program for what do you?
0: The Microsoft points.
1: Huh? With the, the, I'm not sure. You get like like six thousand points. Oh, that I I don't I think that might be done now, isn't it? No, but the the, program. What is what's the, the program? I'm not. Are you talking about like the, the just like when you buy? Well, there was one thing I don't know if it's still active. Where if you mm-hmm. buy Destiny Two through through Microsoft, that you get that you have like a punch card, and then if you buy Destiny Two through Microsoft, it will put a check on that. And then there's I think you gotta look it up and do a survey about Destiny, and then I'll check that off. And then a little survey or a uh, search thing or something and then and then you get 6,000
2: points for that if you complete it but I don't know if they still got that going on though I do but know it... that if you buy it through the Microsoft store now like if you buy an Xbox One S and Destiny 2 I saw a promotion where you got a, an extra controller or something uh-huh. oh okay. nice So which I need a new yeah, Xbox this... controller I need another one yeah, they've got a they've got like a bunch of
1: weird things if you go on the Microsoft store online. Yeah, they've got like a bunch of really uh good deals going on like randomly. I I don't keep up with that as much, but um what was it the other day? They had like a the I think it was they had the uh Gears of War 4 controller on sale.
2: Oh, it was like thirty nine ninety nine or something.
1: Yeah, and it's the like the really cool looking blue one, I think. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Oh, that. nice. Yeah, because like I like the
2: red one, but I think it looks better with the blue. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, before we we move ahead, I kind of want to. Earlier this week on Pow Block, if you listen to that episode, I kind of made these plugs there, but I want to, kind of go over some things that. We kind of talked about in our Facebook uh, group chat where we are kind of treating kind of POW Block and Arsenal X as kind of like a single entity, not like they're going to merge into the same show, but they're like two shows, but we want to kind of, you know, do some stuff together. Like we want to react to trailers and and conferences and stuff from the different shows throughout the year. Uh, review discussions on games, uh, Let's Pod and Plays. You know, Ed, we, we were talking about doing a bunch of Nintendo ones when you're up here. Yes! Uh, but, you know, we also wanted to get Jesse more involved, so we're going to do some Destiny ones and some other Xbox-themed ones. Uh, we want to do some franchise retrospectives, uh, some just kind of some random Let's Plays, and uh, we also want to do some Arsenal X Club meetups uh, for, you know, Destiny raids, streams, Halo multiplayer, you know, just kind of stream it to either Mixer or Twitch or both. Uh, so we, that, those are kind of, we're talking about doing those club meetups maybe once or twice a month. Uh, so we'll keep you guys updated, but that's something that's in the works. We're, I'm also working on an Arsenal X Twitter for all of us to, to have and kind of just tweet out stuff. If we see a good deal or some news or stuff, you know, so, uh, Look out for that stuff, and you can also email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention, especially the Arsenal X Club meetups. That's uh, something I really kind of want us to get into, kind of like a even maybe like a book club type thing, like one Xbox game a month, and we talk about that game. Like at the end of the month, maybe have guests on from the club and and talk about what we liked, what we didn't like for some of the major games that are coming out throughout the year so uh, yes that's kind of something we've been throwing around in the facebook group but i just kind of want to plug all that stuff before we get into the into the news
0: so nitty-gritty <laughs> well yes so uh that's been our plugs everybody But also uh cory what's in your arsenal oh geez <laughs> you <laughs>
2: you know what's in my arsenal uh destiny 2 Yes, uh, it's it's been all Destiny too. I did exactly what I said I wasn't gonna do. I <laughs> I have th- three characters on PlayStation and three characters on Xbox. <laughs> so uh, I amazing. really, I mean, I really only have one character. Well, one and a, I should say like one and two half characters. Uh, really going at the at the moment. I have my Titan on Xbox, and then I have my Titan. Uh, on PlayStation, and uh, I started a hunter on PlayStation, which Ed does not like the look of my hunter i don 't like the hair <laughs> no the hunter
0: is, the hunter the is, is cool. awesome the hair is the problem the hair is awesome I only talked awesome. to, talk to you about the hair okay Everything so else about your account, you in
2: okay. in destiny there's this really weird like side mohawk it 's like it 's not a mohawk that goes down the middle of the head. it kind of like starts at one side and ends in the back on the other side. It, it just looks better like I, I know why they did it from a design perspective it's so like when you're looking at your character on screen and you're changing out gear mm-hmm. and it's the character is looking straight at you it's more pleasing to the eye to see that in, like to see that side perspective of the Mohawk instead of straight down the middle uh, but then when you like rotate your character or you're walking behind it it looks kind of funky but like from a purely design perspective, mm-hmm. having that mohawk angled like that is more pleasing to the human eye. Than... It looks like it's been photoshopped, nah, it and it looks, looks horrendous. <laughs> Dude, okay, so it's not like it's not like we're going for Mass effects or oh, fall, no. Fallout Four <laughs> levels of character creation here. No. Okay, it's Mm-mm. it's you get like four options, and you're like. Oh, I guess I guess my human male can't have a beard. I guess we Could just you make a generic white guy?
1: <laughs> could you imagine though if it was a, as in depth as like your WWE game? That games, would be amazing. Where I you can spend it. like 3 3 days just creating your
2: character. I would love that. That'd be awesome. Yes. <laughs> that would have been great.
1: That's like literally, a, like all the all the times in the past that I bought the WWE games, I literally all I do with it is pl- create characters. That's it. I don't even play the damn thing. I just create characters. I try to create all the old like the wrestlers and stuff that I I used to enjoy watching and like ECW and any any. uh Any of the characters that aren't in the game itself, I I just basically make them, and that's all I do with it.
0: And you have about like twenty five to fifty like creator characters like saved on one PlayStation memory card. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, I'm so guilty at that. Yeah, me and my friends used to do that at night. They actually made me into a preacher uh, (laughs) with a sexy walk. (laughs) <laughs> so you remember? Uh, I think it's Mr. Perfect or one of them. They roll up with the size and they do like this. I know it's gold yeah. dust. It was gold. Yeah, dust. gold dust. <laughs> so they, I would, I would do something like be all kind of mean and stuff. And then when I taunt, I'm like switching my body, letting my hands roll. up. I'm like, who did this? And my friends, because they were bigger than me, and they would throw yeah. me out of the of, out of a window uh, if I tried to do anything. They would not let me change it. They're just like, "Yeah, go ahead and change it," because it was his game. He would go back and change it, so I had to stick with that. I'm just like, "You are so wrong." Mm-hmm.
2: That's funny. That uh, Eddie Gold Dust. But here's the thing: like, I with like <sighs> Destiny's character creator is so bad that I'm just like, okay, like I wanted to create a new Titan because my Titan for some reason went from being. It's kind of pleasing to look at in Destiny 1 to what the F happened in Destiny 2. Like, just the small changes they made in the engine to where it just Fs everything up. You know? And it's like... Hmm. It went from, like, this semi-tan woman with purple hair and matching purple lipstick to this, like... Like, super dark woman with this weird purple hair and bright pink lipstick and it's just like <laughs> this, this this isn't what my character looked like in Destiny 1. So I'm I I was gonna create another Titan, but now I'm just like I'm too far in. I just I'm just gonna have to wait till Destiny three to create a new Titan because like she looks like garbage. But uh so I'm like, okay, so my Titan's gonna look like this. My warlock is gonna be the pretty character. And my hunter is gonna be the wild character, mm-hmm. Ed, too wild for Ed. <laughs> <laughs> but my I think my hunter looks cool. She has a purple
0: mohawk and bright yellow eyes and some green war paint. I do like the I, I like the neon yellow in the game, mm-hmm. uh, and and the actually neon red. That, I'm like, dang, that neon looks like it looks really cool when you get a nice mesh to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And
2: yeah. Like I was gonna create an I was gonna create an EXO, but I'm like. I don't like the way the mouth and the eyes light up and like if you choose different colors that looks weird but if you choose the same color it looks weird I'm just like I can't do robots in this game so I I usually go with like an awoken character I think the awoken are like the coolest looking characters
0: yeah my hunter is a robot uh but I'll talk about that when this when it gets to me uh (laughs) anything else that's been in your arsenal
2: um well I I revisited Star Wars Battlefront a little bit uh because the season pass was free for Xbox Live Gold members uh, last week, and I'm just like, I really liked that game. I think I'm gonna try it a little bit, and I played it for a little bit, and it was it was fun. It's a pretty game, but I'm like, oh, back to Destiny.
1: <laughs> well, well, and at this point, it's you're. I mean, it's it's a good game, and it should be appreciated. But uh, the this new one looks so much better. Oh, it's yeah. so much. I can't so wait to much more smoothed paint. out, yeah, yeah it's gonna be awesome, I think
2: yeah. yeah yeah, but that's that's pretty much it in terms of Xbox uh if you want to hear what I've been playing on switch you can listen to Pow Block because yes. I, I, I dove deep into octopath Traveler and yeah that game did you play the demo of that Jesse yeah, I did I did try it uh the
1: other day I didn't get too far in it, but um. I played as the chick, and it's pretty ma- pretty messed
2: up storyline. Yeah, yeah. I I told Ed I was like I'm not going to spoil anything, but that game that game starts out dark, and then it goes yeah. to another dark there. place, and then you realize what she's doing, and it's even darker, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> this is dark. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. Well, Jesse, what's been in your arsenal?
1: Um yeah, so so I played the I played the demo of that and then um I uh got as far as downloading or um buying stuff, you know, like new new equipment, new new attachments for the uh the new characters and siege. Mm-hmm. But I haven't I haven't actually played it yet. Oh wow. <laughs> but uh I I do wanna do that. I'm probably gonna do that this uh coming up week. But um and then yeah, Destiny Two is basically I just started my uh just started a hunter and she I, ma- I made a chick this time and she just looks like uh one of the characters from uh from Saints Row or
0: something. <laughs> which is which is funny, uh Saints Row the Third is now Xbox uh compatible or Xbox yeah. the three six And I love Saints Row the Third. I might actually rebuy it so I yeah. can play. I've never played. Yeah, I, I game.
1: love the third. <gasps> if you if you ever did try them, you need to start with the second one. I still think people need to start with the second one first. I did, I did. I thought it was second one game. is amazing. I
2: just I remember the I played three for like an hour, and I just remember the pl- jumping out of the plane, that opening sequence where you jump out of the plane and kind of like mm. fight your way down. I remember that was pretty cool, and then I was like, oh, "I'll get back to this later," and I never did.
0: Yeah, I
2: think I went back to Gears actually, because like back then I was like really, really into Gears of War and Halo Three multiplayer. <laughs> so like yeah. any game that came out, I would play for like two hours and then just go back to multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. the the big The big reason that I
1: ended up when like Saints Row One came out and I liked it. But it's it's their first title of the franchise, so it was pretty pretty basic. You know, there's not a lot going on to it. It's just mostly story and that's it. But with the second one, the reason I picked that over the the Grand Theft Auto that was out at the time is they did something in my opinion that Grand Theft Auto really didn't do as well and made it all the mini kind of little things that you can find and do on the side actually feel rewarding. And so in the second one like a, you were kind of much more better rewarded to to do any other like kind of side mission things or or you know like the just the different kinds of odds and end things that they have for you to do on the side. It just felt like you were more rewarded if you uh completed a, like the majority of the game. So but cuz yeah I've kind of since then I I didn't really get into Grand Theft Auto nearly as much once Saints Row came, you know, came out stronger.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I I don't think <sighs> I've ever beaten a Grand Theft Auto game either. Like I like the PS2 ones I I bought all of them, but I bought them and used the cheat codes and it was just like Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to blow stuff up and steal cars and run over hookers and stuff. <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. even I don't even think i own gta 5 anywhere and like i played gta 4 for a little bit but i was like
0: uh that game is i was like I yeah. not good
2: I, I was like i would rather play gears of war because the mechanics are better like we talked about this yeah. a little bit ed because we were talking about uh what if next week red dead is announced for switch and we were talking about if like if rockstar if they did that, is Rockstar really going to support the Switch? And, like, what does that mean for third parties? And, like, we were talking about, like, we, we can't get into, into Grand Theft Auto in particular because, like, the mechanics are bad. Like, whatever they're trying to do in the open world aside, like the shooting mechanics now i i played five for like an hour and i don't really remember how it played but i just remember four just feeling so awful especially playing gears of war daily like i played gears of war daily for like five years i played gears daily and like going from that and going to uh even going from mass effect one and two like going to grand theft auto was just like a chore
0: yeah
1: yeah it feels like a really bad PC game. Like, that would only cost like 15 bucks to buy.
0: <laughs> Which is funny because I beat Grand Theft Auto 3 on PC. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, like, Grand Theft Auto 5, I beat it on PS3, but people could find my writings so on how I feel about that game. Yeah. So
1: on yeah. I, 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 I just... <laughs> yeah i do have five on my xbox but it's been so long since i've played it like i i do enjoy the storyline on it it's kind of funny and stuff like but like that that's the only reason i think i like this one a little bit more is i just sometimes i just don't like games that take themselves too seriously and that's why I really enjoyed the. I think the Saints' role versus, you know, the Grand Theft Autos is, is there. I mean, they were funny too, but, but they still tried to take themselves too seriously at times. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, is that all that's been in your arsenal, Jesse?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I. I yeah, I've just been to Destiny too. Trying to, I'm finally starting to make some progress on on uh, getting my my uh, power level up. I think I'm up to like 273
2: now or something like that. I okay. I wish I wish they would implement a way to really get higher light without having to. <laughs> like, hunt for exotic engrams or do the raid. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm lucky enough to have a raid group that raids, like, two or three times a week. You know, I can I can swing that. But, like, there's people who want to enjoy this game by themselves. And, like, I know the. by the time this episode comes out, the faction rallies will be out, and I'm sure there's quests tied to that. And the second week of next month, Iron Banner's coming back. And I, I know that's an easy way to get gear and stuff. But, like, like right now, I just feel like once you hit that 270 soft cap or, like, 275, if you're lucky enough to get purple mods, like, it's really hard to find gear that high unless you yeah. get, get lucky and get an exotic drop. Like, my character is a 287 now, but my <laughs> my... Arm, my gauntlets are only two seventy six. If I could get that up to at least like two eighty, like I could probably be two ninety. You know. Well, I, I was just saying to my friend. I think one of the
1: the things that they kind of drop the ball on is okay. Like you know how when you finish finish your milestone things or the you know you're you have those objectives that are in your uh, that list of things that you can do uh-huh. and. When you complete those, you get uh, you get a drop. You get an ingram that's worth that's power level is higher, or you know, like higher usually than what you're at. Like it levels up with you. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't understand why they don't the same thing with those engrams that you pick up when you're doing like a match or you know like some of them open up instantly and you get what's in it right away but then there's the ones where you gotta go to the one dude and have him open them up why don't those also go along with what power level you're at
2: yeah that, I it's think,
1: stupid what's the point
2: yeah like the 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 way Destiny 1 did it was way better and like there was a cap to those ones too but it wasn't 40 levels under the max. It was like I think I think it was like 10 light levels under max light. Depending on what light level you were, like the reputation system in this game is really weird where it doesn't keep track of what level you are. Where in Destiny 1 was like, okay, I'm level 20 with the Vanguard and every 10 levels they give you uh like even if it was like every, every 10 levels that you would gain rep with a with one of the factions like give me a powerful ingram every 10 times I level you up or like you know it it's just weird that the cutoff there is like my cutoff right now for them is 277 I think uh you know and and that sucks because I'm a 286 what am I going to do with a 277 you know it's in yeah. like it's a cool, like, if I get a cool weapon, I'll keep it. Like, if I like the stats on it and I'll wait to infuse it into something or get something to infuse it into. But, like, it's weird. And, like, I, I hope they add more ways to get powerful ingrams because doing two or three milestones a week and, you know, maybe running the raid once or twice is not, it's not yeah. going to do it for people. You know, I think a lot of people are already hitting that wall of, like, What do I do now after I do my milestones in the raid? It's like, oh, I guess I'll play something else or work on another character or something, which is what I've been doing. Like, I I've only played on my Titan once this week to do the raid and to do the milestones, and then I've been working on my Hunter, you know. And I don't know. I'm I'm waiting.
1: Well, because yeah. Well, especially if you're like me, where like you don't, you know, you I play at odd hours of the day, so. Like most people aren't, you know, aren't online when I'm playing or, or even during the day I try. Cause like one of the milestones that you can get powerful gear on is the, uh, doing the nightfall. And even though it says it's 240 plus, if you're 270, something like I am, I still like literally die instantly if trying it by myself Mm -hmm. and so and i tried to do where you can search for other people that would help you out with it and there's no one there's no one's playing it so it's you can't even do that that milestone if you're playing by yourself if you wanted to yeah so there's like half the half the ways to get Powerful gear from your milestones. You can't even do by yourself if you wanted, anyways, because there's no way you're doing a raid by yourself. That's yeah. for sure.
2: Yeah. So we like, there uh, just do just doing the raid <laughs> earlier the, this week. You this this might be the first raid where you absolutely need six people. Like yeah. Uh, you all like we three manned Crota in Destiny One. We three man Crota. We four manned Vault of Glass. Granted it was really hard to four man Vault of Glass, but we four manned it. Wrath of the Machine We probably could have probably could have done five people, four or five people, if we were all on point. But that last encounter in Wrath of the Machine you needed <laughs> you needed six people. Like we needed six people. It was just it was really hard and we didn't have the mechanics <laughs> down very well, but like you probably could like four or five man it. Uh and I I saw that team that di- the two man team did it. So in six hours. Or uh, there's a no, one team that beat no, the whole the,
1: thing in six hours.
2: The two man the two man uh team for Wrath of the Machine beat the final oh. encounter with two self res warlocks uh in Destiny One, so Oh okay. like they, they did that, but like this raid is as simple I feel like the mechanics of the raid are simplified but it does a good job of requiring you to have six people and all be on the same page and that's kind of smart design in a way but in a way I feel like it's losing something by not having the complications of King's Fall or Wrath of the Machine where I don't know. I feel like like uh, the world record for for this raid right now is like 29 minutes. A team beat it in 29 minutes. And like <laughs> when we when my raid team's all on the same page, like we could we could do King's Fall, which was the longest of all of Destiny 1's raids. We could do it in under an hour. And I feel like we could probably do this one in under 45 minutes once we get all the mechanics down. Yeah. Uh so we just everybody just needs to be awakened on the same page and i think you know this i don't know for like as cool as the raid looks and like the aesthetics and like as cool as the enemy design is and like how interesting some of the mechanics are like
0: Mm
2: -hmm. for me this raid is kind of disappointing especially knowing the team that worked on this raid uh which was the king's which was uh The Taken Kings team uh, and like just how intricately designed the Taken Kings raid was and how cool every encounter was and every boss and all the mechanics required to fight the bosses like this raid is kind of disappointing because the encounters are more like puzzles which is fine I like puzzles but the way Taken King did it was there was a puzzle to the boss to be able to hurt the boss, and there's oh, no okay. there's no bosses in this raid except for the the final encounter is a boss which looks like Andros from Star Fox. By the way, Ed, you would really, really uh, appreciate Ooh. appreciate the design of the final boss. But I don't know. I feel like there's something missing from this raid, and I think I honestly think it's a DPS portion where you're you're really taking. Taking down a boss in each section, uh, and I don't I don't know. I hope I hope the next raid has a few more bosses or something that like really incorporate that Taken King style raid where you like you're solving this puzzle to get an aura, and everybody has to stand in this aura to shoot the boss, and then you know the titan has to throw up its shield to block the shots from the boss while you're all shooting the boss. It's like that's what it's missing. And, and King's Fall is my favorite raid. I know a lot of people prefer Vault of Glass, uh, but King's Fall is, is my favorite raid, and I, I hope the next raid they really spend a lot of time on. And I th- I think uh, The Curse of Osiris, which is the next DLC for that's coming in December, I think that's going to have a raid. I think it's going to be small, and I think people are going to be disappointed. And I would rather them... Like take time and release a new raid in the spring that's designed like King's Fall. Uh, I don't know. I I I'm enjoying the raid. Don't get me wrong. It's not my least favorite, but it's definitely missing something. Uh, yeah. So sorry. I know that I know that Destiny's kind of like our topic at the end of the show, but like <laughs> we were just on that topic, and I felt like I needed to say my piece about the raid. It's yeah. I, it's, oh, no. it's it's fun. Like it's really fun when your team's on the same page and like you finish an encounter and you feel really good about yourself and you know you got uh-huh. the mechanics down. But then it's just like I want to I want to shoot a big boss, you know? I want to I want to <laughs> shoot the giant boss that's standing in the center of the ring, but you can't hurt him unless you solve this puzzle first and you have to dodge his bullets and kill kill the mobs coming at you while you're solving this puzzle. Like that's the part that's missing. That's like, oh, I see the boss. He's he's right there, but I can't injure him until I do this one thing and then I have to get to the other side of the room to stand on this one platform and do my part so everybody else can shoot the shoot the boss. Like,
0: I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, that was our pre-early arsenal exchange, <laughs> but don't worry. Oh, I always come with a backup, so don't worry. Um, What's been in my arsenal is just Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I am at a Hunter. Uh, I just got, actually, my power level is like 94. 94 or 96. Um, I'm getting still up there, in, right? I'm getting up there, like level 9. Um, <laughs> me and Craig was talking earlier on uh, Power Block uh, about the color in the game. Like, these worlds really feel vibrant. It's very colorful. I love, I'm really liking the environments. Um, the lockout portion of enemy fights and, you know, not being, not going to a Lotus of scream after every mission you do, it, it feels wonderful. Like everything feels, it feels streamlined. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, finding a public event, going there, and just sometimes falling into the public event. You just like, oh, I'm just gonna shoot and so I can stay alive and level it up like that. Um the adventures are really good. Um I'm I am a male hunter. Uh, and if you guys uh check on um uh, uh, the Arsenal uh X uh Xbox um club you'll, you'll see my picture. I've been trying to get it on Twitter, I mean not twitter on uh Facebook for my system, and it won't let me do it for some unknown reason hmm. um so I gotta figure a way on how to get that but um if you guys follow me on uh at that retro code uh you'll be able to see my picture of my hunter um on how he looks uh it's really funny because uh uh his his is hunt ya yeah and then it's 8102 uh to represent 2018 so uh he's just so cool i love his design like i said like i said earlier i love the uh, neon eyes and uh color like that um when i i think i'm gonna do hunter not hunter i think i'm gonna do warlock next and then do titan last um for it but i'm really enjoying this game i think this is what destiny one should have been Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i i totally agree with
2: you ed like i feel like this is like this is the beginning of the game that they promised destiny one to be you know these fully realized kind of open spaces instead of like okay destiny one everybody knows that like okay the the Earth space is literally a big circle that you travel around in a big circle uh, with some things in between like Mars was a big circle, Venus was a big circle. The moon was the worst culprit of this where it was like yeah, kind of like a figure eight design, but it was still like I'm traveling these same routes to gather these materials and stuff whereas like destiny 2, like the maps kind of have these intricate tunnels and and the Lost Sectors, you go down into these tunnels and you, you're fighting your way through. And it's cool, man. Like, the worlds are super dense and, like, bigger. They're definitely bigger than Destiny 1's areas. But they're also more dense where, like, you can go into the buildings and find a treasure chest once in a while. Or you can go in and there's a group of Fallen in there that you can take out. Or, you know, you go up into the tower to... to. Uh, See the guy in the European dead zone and he can you can turn in your rep in there and get a cool weapon like you know the, then there's the exotic quests which you know you complete those quests and like might might a multi tool is just there the best weapon in the game so far is just available for you to go get if you complete this quest line and it's awesome. I I'm really I'm I'm really shocked at how good this game is. There's a couple things I would change but like you know, I'm not a game designer so I'm not like <laughs> trying to nitpick or anything but like there's a few things i would change like the infusion system i really miss from destiny one where you could infuse any primary into any primary to level it up or any Mm -hmm. secondary like i wish that system still existed you know uh you can't infuse titan gear into hunter gear like that kind of bothers me a little bit uh the shader thing doesn't bother me as much as I thought it was going to because shaders drop so much in this game. Like I'm running out of inventory space because of shaders. <laughs> like I have too many shaders. Uh, so like I I really am enjoying Destiny 2 way more than like like it it makes me feel like how did I ever go through all the crap in Destiny One as much as I did. Now that yeah. I'm playing Destiny Two, and like I, yeah. I I re-downloaded Destiny One to go back because I wanted to like I wanted to capture some things for for something I'm working on, and like just the pain in the butt it is to go to orbit every time you want to go somewhere, <laughs> like just having a map of the area you're in is super convenient. <laughs> it's just yeah. like like little simple things is it's just. Man, they really streamlined it and made it like the the quality of life things that they put into the game just uh, it's and I, I would change the, the the faction rep stuff. Like I wanna know what level I am with this faction. Uh I want I want like every ten levels to have
0: <laughs> Hey Corey, before yeah. you go on uh, Jesse, we would like to welcome your dog once again to Arsenal X. Oh <laughs> He's doing <laughs> well, the cat him and the cat is kind of like the mascots, <laughs> animal mascots. <laughs> uh, yeah, Boston Terrier. <sighs> if That's we don't funny. get a meow for your cat, it won't be a show. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, uh, he uh, always
2: wants to be down here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but go
2: ahead, Corey. Um, I would, I would change the reputation things with the with the different factions. Uh, not, not Future War Cult or Dead Orbit, which. Everybody better join Dead Orbit Because I really want that Scout Rifle And if anybody joins anything other than Dead Orbit, I'm coming after you Because I want that Scout Rifle uh, Because it's supposed to be it's, it, The rumor is that, okay, it, It's out by the time this episode comes out But like the rumor is It's a legendary uh, Scout Rifle that's Similar to Multi-Tool Where you can keep the radar up While you aim down sights uh you mm-hmm. can move faster uh it's got a high rate of fire some of the rumors is that it's fully automatic it's a fully automatic scout rifle which would be what's, freaking amazing what's dead orbit it's uh one of the factions like there's dead orbit, new monarchy and future war cult and they are factions in the tower that you can join and well in destiny 1 you could pledge allegiance to them And every time you completed a mission or a crucible match, you would get rep with this. And then when you filled up your reputation bar, you could go there and turn in legendary, or they would reward you with uh, legendary gear. Like you would get one. Well, well, on Rise of Iron, they changed it to uh, you could get a legendary uh, armor or legendary weapon. Sorry, there's a giant mosquito in this room, and I need to kill it. (laughs) But. <laughs> so that and that's part of what's the addition that's coming next week the or fa- whatever. The faction rallies. Yeah. Uh, you can yeah, join week, yeah. one of the factions, and whichever okay. faction wins, uh, they sell that weapon. But if you're part of the the winning faction, uh, you can buy the. Uh, this mosquito is really bothering me, and it's really big. <laughs> uh, <laughs> If you are part of the faction that wins, you get to buy the weapon for a thousand glimmer and if you want to buy the weapon that the winning faction uh is selling, but you didn't join that faction, it's fifty thousand glimmer. So oh, okay. uh, um okay. but you can buy the weapon regardless after the faction rallies. So uh it's oh, I don't okay. really un- I don't really understand how it's gonna work. Uh like I said, next week's episode we'll be able to Talk about how it works, but what I'm really excited for is Iron Banner's returning, and Iron Banner <laughs> always has the coolest weapons. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Oh, by so... the way, one one more pro tip on Destiny: if you if you get the legendary version of Hawthorne's shotgun, it is a fully automatic shotgun with almost full stability uh, three quarter range, like the bar of range is three quarters full and the uh, reload speed is really fast and it's fully automatic. And it is the best (laughs) PVE shotgun in the game, so it's really good in the raid if you're planning on raiding and you need if you need uh, your, your kinetic or energy spot filled up with an exotic, This shotgun is really good at taking out the bathers during the the royal pools and it's really good at taking out the centurions during the gauntlet, so
0: just pro tip. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and everybody. <laughs> uh, last but not least, I've been playing, uh, like I said, Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle and on Switch, in Metroid: 7S Returns so on 3DS because uh, we have to move on to news I'm sorry, we already <laughs> we had an earlier arsenal exchange, which is good. I love it. I love hearing you guys talk about it because that makes me learn more. Uh, and hopefully, when I get to where you guys are at, uh, because everybody. Oh, I'm we're working on this next week
2: we are working on this next week (laughs)
0: I, I have to juggle a lot of games for different systems <laughs> I'm right, doing a lot of shows doing a lot of writing trying to get my own show up to speed just like so I'm I'm juggling but I'm catching up slowly in Destiny 2 but I will hopefully get there but with that everybody we're going to get into some Arsenal news and um, our first story is actually a congratulations to uh, Phil Spencer uh, Microsoft's executive vice president of gaming Phil Spencer has been officially named to the senior leadership team at the Redmond Company. Spencer joined Microsoft in 1998 as an intern and has been working his way up the ladder for nearly 20 years. In 2014, as Don Metric exited the company for Zynga, Spencer replaced him as head of the Xbox division and all of Microsoft's entertainment-related endeavors. Spencer took over the Xbox division on a note of optimism, acknowledging that mistakes have been made with the brand, but that he was working to write them. For better or worse, the Xbox division has been uh, become leaner and Spencer's leadership, moving faster to react to changing industry realities but also leaving a number of high-profile cancellations behind them. As part of the senior leadership team, which numbers 16 people, including CEO Satya Nadella himself, Spencer now has more of a guiding hand in the direction of the company and largest way with the direction of the Xbox division. So congratulations to Phil Spencer. Um, wow, 20 years. Wow, yeah. that is long. That's- and he's Oh, go ahead, Jesse. I was just going to say, it's good news, too. Yeah, he's come a mighty long way. Um, he's very... hes is, I think is one of the most passionate gamers, uh, you know, as a C- CEO. Um, you know, the way that uh, he works with Nintendo, with Minecraft... Um, how he wants to get weird games on a Nintendo platform, uh allowing crossplay uh with Nintendo. And we'll get into that topic, uh Jesse at the end of the show. That's gonna be our Arsenal exchange. So because uh, we already had our Arsenal Exchange part one. Uh love you, Corey, as always. I'm that sorry. was like I said very, very informative, very informative. Um uh, but we still got a little bit a little more to talk about Destiny too, uh also. That's Ed's um,
2: that's Ed's nice way of saying shut up, we have other things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no. I love I love all of this. It's it's educational for me. So I'm like, Okay, I know what he's oh wow, I didn't know. Okay, now I see. It. Okay, yeah. That's very educational to me. That's how less learns are. So, um, but what did you guys think? Uh, anything more that you guys would like to say about Phil Spencer getting this leadership role?
1: I'm just glad because I, uh, you know, we were kind of, we've talked about this, that we, that, you know, like in the beginning here, when first things were first going on, that it just didn't seem like he really had enough control. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, hopefully this will be the change that, that starts pushing things into the direction that that he's kind of made it seem like he wants it to go, so
2: yeah i I agree I think we've been we've been talking high praise about Phil Spencer for a long time, and you know ed we we talked about Phil Spencer before he even started this podcast, like yes he he's probably one of the most He's he's the Western version of like he's Xbox's Satoru Iwata, right? Like, yeah, I, I really almost feel that way, like on that level because he is so influential to the Xbox brand. He's a gamer. He's been in in the uh, development side. He's now on the business side, but he still plays the games. He knows what the gamers want. He's trying his hardest to get like new ip pushed through new games developed like you know now pushing the Xbox One X he's redefining what console gaming is he's like almost single-handedly you know trying to revamp the Xbox's portfolio and everybody's always like well where are the where is Xbox's first party games where are their first party games why isn't Xbox developing anything new He's gearing up for that. You know, we know they're developing mm-hmm. a horizon style game. We know Halo Six is in the pipe and is going to focus on Master Chief. He knows that's what gamers want. You know, he we are going to get PUBG. We're getting cool new IP like Sea of Thieves and uh, you know, returning IP like State of Decay that people really love. Like he kinda gets it and, you know, it takes time to Write a ship right it doesn't take yeah a year two years it takes four five six years sometimes you know look at look at nintendo you know they hit lightning in a bottle with the wii and you know it the wii kind of fizzled out after a while like you know it it was very casual oriented but most hardcore gamers moved on to the hd consoles because hd uh, took off faster than everybody thought uh Nintendo's control scheme was not on par with other uh gamer other control schemes like you know it was tried it tried to be copied and it kind of fizzled out uh then we move on to the Wii U like you know that was 4 years of uh where's the next Nintendo game because third party is not supporting it uh and now with the Switch you know they've righted their ship it took them arguably six years to write the ship and they've done it look at all the awesome games we're getting for switch including third-party games you know and i mean ed you know you and i talk about nintendo's awesome wii u lineup but a lot of people yeah a lot of people didn't get to experience that which is sad uh but now in the more broad spectrum nintendo has a hit with the switch and we're getting game after game after game after game where there's too many games to play. And, you know, Microsoft has the, has the advantage over Nintendo in that respect to where like they're getting the third party games while they, uh, are, are developing these new IP or these other games. So they have a strong portfolio, uh, where Nintendo didn't have that. They kind of rebuilt their brand on their own with the switch. And now we're now that it's, You know quote-unquote popular we're seeing third parties start to take interest with doom and wolfenstein and l.a noir and and you know some of these other games but uh phil spencer's doing the best he can and i think microsoft giving him this leadership role he's getting the recognition he deserves uh i think by getting this role and I Phil Spencer is on my short list of people I would really love to talk to someday, you know, if Arsenal X ever takes off and we get get the uh pleasure of interviewing top tier talent like that, you know, like I would love to talk to Phil Spencer and just like you know, he's he's really good for the Xbox brand and I th- I think in like I say give it eighteen months, you know? Not next year's E3, but the year after. I want to see what Xbox is going to do because next year, you know, we're going to get a Halo or something. I think we're going to get like maybe Halo Six, maybe Mm -hmm. maybe a spinoff like ODST or something to hold us over. But man, I want to see what this console is going to be in 18 months because I think it's just you're going to, it's going to be what we're experiencing with Switch right now. I feel where we're going to get amazing first party game after first party game after first party game and like we're going to see that in the spring right we're going to see see of thieves and state of decay and crackdown presumably in that order right and yes you know we're going to see the start of that but man it's going to be cool i still want a perfect dark game in the in the form of metal gear solid 5 <laughs> <laughs> like i think that would be awesome but like keep the really bright Orange and green and purple art style, but just the gameplay be like Metal Gear. I think that'd be really awesome. (laughs)
0: uh, I'm a fan. The
2: the more I watch of Sea of
1: Thieves, I just like I can't wait to try it. It it just looks so interesting to me. The gameplay, Uh, you know, I've been watching it lately, just kind of watching stuff and trying to learn more about what you know, like what it's about and. It just looks like so much fun. It just looks like a, like, you know, like when I picture getting together with my friends doing, you know, playing like Cards Against Humanity or something and Mm -hmm. just like goofing off and having fun with it. And just like it gives you a lot of opportunities to just be goofing around and not really worrying so much about whether you're winning or losing, more of just worrying about having fun. So.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely picking up see of Thieves. um i I know I have my doubts on it because it it just didn't look right uh when it when they showed it at E for the first time but then I think the more they showed it the more development that went into it it it's looking better and it's grabbed my attention I'll play with you I'll play with you Corey and Larry and anyone else who wants to play it
2: yeah I really I really think sea of Thieves is gonna be fu- fun for like us as a podcast group in particular because like, you know, we're going to have something to talk about in the community every week and like, you know, it's going to be a, I feel like it's going to be a more casual version of Destiny where like, you know, yeah. we're going to have our own ship and we're going to go out on adventures and, and kind of just see what we find and battle other ships and stuff. Like, I think it be, I think it's going to be a cool game to, to have and like I... I Every time I see this game I become more interested in it and it's a game I wanna be interested in because I love that style of game. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm excited for Sea of Thieves and I'm I'm glad it got greenlit.
0: Yeah. Well everybody, um a uh, new announcement for the Baxter's compatibility on Xbox One has been announced. Halo three, Halo four ODST and Combat Evolved Anniversary, all those four games that was on 360, are now playable on Xbox One with free DLC. So, if you haven't picked up the Master Chief collection or even Halo 5, which I advise you guys to get, you know, get that collection and get Halo 5. um, You guys could go back and play these games on the system. Um, That's really big that they got that kind of collection on the system. I'm I'm actually
2: surprised they did that because of Master Chief Collection. Like I not not that like I'm saying like this is bad, I think it's really good. I think those games are amazing games if you didn't buy the Master Chief Collection. I'm just really surprised that they did it.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: But you know, but that's the thing is I
1: you know, like some people look at it as a is a reason to to uh to say bad things about Microsoft, but it's like they just—it seems like the part of them just doesn't care. They just want a, the people to be able to do the things that they enjoy doing, and they're not thinking about whether they're making money off of it or not. It just seems like they just want people to be happy. It's a—I mean, that's it's it. a pro. Cons- that's all it's, they care about.
2: It's the pro-consumer move, which is kind of what yeah. they've been all about since. Phil Spencer took over, you know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's very pro consumer and very smart. And I would actually like to revisit some of those games in their original form. Like I would love to go back to, you know, ODST because the original the original form like there's that really cool Destiny Easter egg that's not in the Master Chief Collection version or like seeing Halo Four run in it in a native like (laughs) 720. 30 frames a second compared to the 60 frames a second 1080p version. Like I I really love Halo 4. I think Halo 4 is the best Halo game. I'm gonna go out there and say it. I love Halo 4 so much. I spent so much time with Halo 4 and the crap that it got. Like I think its story's really good. I think <laughs> I think the multiplayer was amazing. I think just it feeling like Halo 3 with sprinting made all the difference and I wish they would go back to that almost, and like, mm-hmm. it almost feels like Destiny is kind of like the natural evolution of what Halo 3 would have been in terms of control schemes and like Halo 4 felt like that whereas Halo 5, don't get me wrong Halo 5 is a great game, it, it's fun to play, like multi er, uh, I almost said Crucible multiplayer is really <laughs> fun in Halo 5 like, I, I love Halo 5's multiplayer it just... It almost doesn't feel like Halo anymore, and that's like to me. Halo feels a specific way, and I like Halo a specific way. And having these kind of nostalgic-driven reasons to go back to them is just—it's a good consumer move. And yeah, it's it's awesome. I'm glad to see yeah. this.
0: Yes. So, well, uh, the original Xbox Duke controller has been approved and is making a comeback. This is um, not a
2: pro-consumer move. This is the worst decision ever. That controller is <laughs> awful. Get I, I actually here.
1: liked it. I actually liked it. it. It fit my hands really well. Like I like the Xbox controller now and the one that came after it. You're the worst. But team. at the time it, it actually fit <laughs> Fit my hands a lot better than you know at the time would have been the the PS you know PS2 controller or whatever. Uh. I I I still preferred it over the PlayStation controller, and I do I I'd, I'd say even I still now. Yeah, like I I'd still pick that over it. Yeah.
0: Well, I I don't uh, know, but this it, is. Uh, this All is led by uh, Xbox designer Seamus uh, Blackley uh, He's could uh, get in with Hyperkin And it's been approved So uh, expect this controller to come Sometime in the future, probably when they Actually start releasing um, Backwards compatible at, at the Original Xbox One game um, You will be able to use this gamepad for Xbox One and Windows 10 uh, <coughs> But go ahead, uh, Corey, what were you going to say?
2: Uh I was going to I was going to comment on what Jesse said about controllers and stuff like I think when they moved from the Duke to the S for the original Xbox like they've barely iterated on that simple design and like I think I think Xbox secretly has one of the best controllers like uh you know the original Xbox and then moving to 360 in particular like I think the Xbox design is like really second to none, except for maybe like I really think the Switch Pro controller is very nicely designed, you mm-hmm. know. But like, but it's basically the the Xbox I know. But controller. what I'm saying is, it's like it's basically the <laughs> Xbox 360 controller, right? It's or that and well, it what, actually, it actually feels more like the Xbox or the original Xbox controller. Yeah, the, the redesign. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess that would be the S. gosh there's too many similarities. And then and then what about that Pro controller that came out for PS just recently? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. it looks like Oh, an Xbox you're talking controller. about the the kind of third party <laughs> elite controller? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: which the if if I get a PlayStation that's the first controller I'm buying. Yeah, I was and actually I'll, I'll just take my
2: dual shock and I'll just throw it out or see if someone else I, wants it. I can't I can't <laughs> like as much as I, I like some of the PlayStation games and like as much as I enjoy playing Destiny on there, like I can't stand the dual shock, man. I can't yeah. like I I wish there was a way for me to use a different controller. I just, I can't stand the DualShock, man. That's why I love the Switch Pro controller. It's why I love the Xbox controller so much. It's just, like, I can't play the DualShock for longer than, than like, I mean, I can, but, like, I quote-unquote struggle through it. Like, I feel this weird tension lately from my thumb, like, the palm of my thumb, and it goes all the way down into my forearm when I use the PlayStation controller that I don't feel with any of the other controllers that I use. And I think it's because, like, the positioning of my hand on the controller. Like, it's just uncomfortable and un... I don't want to say unnatural, but, like, it's just... It feels uncomfortable. And, like, the Xbox controller, I don't feel that. And I, th- I think it might be because I play too many video games, and like I'm starting to develop carpal tunnel syndrome, which would be really bad. <laughs> but like, well, I think it's, <laughs> it's just the where the joysticks are. It's, yeah. that's all the difference. Like mm-hmm.
1: honestly, if they would have the joystick up where the D-pad is, and the D-pad down where the joystick is on that one side, it would mm-hmm. be a little bit easier.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, but. I, I, but bringing back the Duke, man, that's. I, I mean I get it. It's just a dumb thing that they say. Hey, haha! This is funny. it's you can play your original Xbox backwards compatible games on it. This isn't this funny. You can play Fusion Frenzy on a Duke controller. Uh, but, <laughs> but I I shit. do actually have a couple of friends on on Facebook that were excited
1: because they said that that's still their favorite controller. Well, it so, was a murder There witch. is enough. There is <laughs> enough people that do actually genuinely want it. So
0: I mean, that's the system was heavy. The the controller was heavy. It was a murder weapon.
2: Yeah, it was it was interesting. Uh it was like it was like if the Dreamcast controller grew an extra stick and took some steroids and it <laughs> Yeah.
0: Like if you was trying to get into shape, lift an Xbox and this controller and you might get apps and you might get some weight put on you. Oh, but we're gonna move on because the drama has just started. Uh, the clause have came out as Bluehole Studio created the popular Battle Royale shooter Unknown's Battlegrounds has officially named and shamed Epic Games for aping their concept in Fortnite's recently announced Battle Royale mode. Now, Bluehole didn't invent the Battle Royale survival concept one bit, but they're claiming that due to the fact that they had a ongoing relationship with Epic Games, the similarities are more than coincidental. Uh, Chang Han Kim, Vice President President of Bluehole and Executive Producer of PUBG stated loud and clear, after listening to the growing feedback from our community and reviewing the gameplay for ourselves, we are concerned that Fortnite may be replicating the experience for which PUBG is known. We have also noticed that Epic Games references PUBG Games' Um. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, we also ha- we have also noticed that Epic Games references PUBG in the promotion of Fortnite to their community and their communities with the press. This was never discussed with us, and we don't feel right that it is. Um, and me and query was actually talking about this because, um, PUBG actually was a mod from H1Z1.
2: Yeah, it's... I mean, look, Battle Royale's been around since, like, the early 90s, like, in terms of video games. Like, people were making StarCraft and WarCraft mods (laughs) for Battle Royale-style games where, like, you'd play as the heroes and just take everybody out as the heroes in a very basic form. It was just, like... Look, I understand, like, PUBG's whole business model is based off of this, and, like, it is kind of... (laughs) a shady move, not, like, shady, like, in terms of it being illegal, but just, like, undercutting a business partner by releasing a free version of their game in your game's uh, (laughs) engine. But, like, at the same time, like, they have every right to do that, you know? It's not a game mode designated to them, you know? It's it's a multiplayer game mode that happens to be very popular. And, like, I think... Fortnite could actually do something more interesting with it just because they have the crafting mechanic in there. You can build walls to hide in like you can uh, you know, do all these things that you can't do in PUBG and that's that's fine. Like it it'll change up the experience and and you know people that want the Fortnite one can play Fortnite and PUBG like you can play PUBG. Like it's it's I don't I think PUBG is not going to be hurt by this. I think it'll benefit the player base on Fortnite, you know, but like that's not the only element of Fortnite where like this is the only element of PUBG. So I don't know. I th- I think PUBG has the right to be mad about it, but at the same time like GTA's already done it, you know, Fortnite's doing it. Ubisoft already mm-hmm. said they're going to copy it like it's the new it's the new hero shooter, right? It, everybody wants mm-hmm. to do it. It's the new Minecraft. It's the new, you know, it's it's just it's the game that's hot right now and everybody wants a piece of the pie before the the pie runs out, right? It's just it's yeah. it's, it's just starting to happen, you know. And the fact that Fortnite is like one of the first ones to do it, it's it's smart on them to get a jump on it. The thing is is like, hey, you can come play our version for free. You don't have to spend thirty dollars. Like that's the <laughs> that's the part that's like, ouch. That stings a little bit <laughs> if you're pumped, if you're Blue Point, you know, uh, yeah. because they're charging thirty dollars for it. Uh, but hey, for a still it's, for early access. So the, like the full game is not even there. I mean, this is this is just the new. Whinier version of the Call of Duty versus Battlefield debate that we were having five six years ago. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I'll I I mean I don't need I I want to play PUBG, and I'm gonna get it when it comes to Xbox probably. But I want to see if I like the game mode first, so I might I might download the Fortnite version because you can download it as a separate client. Yeah, and not download Fortnite proper <laughs> to play it. So. I don't know. I, I want to see. I want to see what it's like. And I think, I think you know. <laughs> to be honest, I think the Fortnite version might be a little bit cleaner because Epic knows Unreal in and out, and they know how yeah. to use the engine. And Fortnite's a little bit cleaner than PUBG right now. And I just feel like the mechanics might work a little bit better in Fortnite. Like you might be getting a better product if you get the Fortnite version. To be honest, like. Yeah. The pubg just looks so basic i mean it is it's it is basic it's yeah. one game mode it's two maps right now it's i it's it's literally but, one game mode
0: <laughs> i mean i mean it, it looks like it's steam green light still and it's just like okay you did this out of your garage because you want an extra credit from your video game class in college which is like your
2: engineering i mean it's impressive that like one guy modded this and now like he's getting a deal from microsoft to be published on xbox and you know getting well, but, all this recognition But see, th-
0: th- like i think that's that's the that's the real weird thing is that you you got this from modding like you took someone else's assets yeah that's the other thing make this idea i'm like so where is your original creativity um yeah you might make the characters for original game but the concept and idea you did that way before you even made this game to be fair
2: to be fair he was the one that modded this game mode into those other games too he just spun up and did it himself which is like that's fine but like at the same time like Chill out. I mean, and and it wasn't Player Unknown himself who said this. It was it was the studio that's porting the game to Xbox who said this, right? It was yes. like like he. I'm I'm sure he doesn't care. Like I, I'm sure he expected this to happen. It's just like this is not the publicity you want when you're about ready to launch on a new console. Like you don't want your studio to look like. Your whiny babies when you're when you have a product that works like just keep working on the product and just put it out and if you are worried just put out a better product like work your tail off and make a better product like i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm not saying like game design's easy i know it's very tough like you know you talk to adrian you know he they his development team works way over over time to put out their products and it's just like you know it's it's tough but that's that's the sacrifice you're making, right? You got. I mean, it's no different than anything else you're passionate about. You gotta put the work in, and if you put the work in and you're proud of it, you put it out. You know, don't make a big scene out of something that's that you knew was going to happen. You knew people were going to copy this game mode. It might have happened a little bit faster than you anticipated, but you knew this was coming. Why are you making a big deal yeah. about it? And why are, I mean... why are you going after Epic, your business partner, when? GTA did it first. Why aren't you going after Rockstar? Ubisoft already said they have a game in development that's very similar in concept. Why aren't you going after them? Why are you going after your business partner?
0: Like The creator of Battle Royale uh, should be going after you because you named your game mode after that movie and comic book where kids are being put on the island to kill each other yeah like like you you stole the idea the concept from something that's back from the 80s
2: i mean like at that point like i don't know i
0: well it's i mean shoot with like in wwe um i mean
2: at this point like Will, William Golding can just sue them for copying *Lord of the Flies* at this point, right? Like it, it's the same
0: concept. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, It just. It oh, just ahead, feels.
2: Justin.
1: It just feels. Yeah. It just feels so stupid to complain. It's like if you're you're like yeah, I I've got capture the flag in my game. You're not allowed to do it. No. It's like it just seems so lame, and it's and at this point, you know, up until this point, they've had nothing but positivity. Behind them, so why would you even open
0: your mouth? If uh, you know, it- the reason I, the reason they open their mouth is because they think this is going to steal players away from that game. You know, you're yeah. already number one on Steam. Like you, you yeah. already hit these milestones. So, you think a game of this nature is going to be is it's like very intimidating that you gotta make a statement like that. I'm like, first of all, you didn't even have to work with Unreal Engine to make your game. What yeah. happened to you doing Unity? What happened to you finding some other body's engine or making your own and licensing this out? Yeah. Yeah. It's see it's, oh.
2: it's just it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's just bad and I kinda feel bad for uh, what's his name? Brendan What's his? I don't know. Player known the guy. The guy that created this game. Like I feel bad mm. for him because like it's not him that's doing this. It's the studio. Yeah. The porting studio. Like I feel bad for him because this is not the press that he wants. Because now it's coming back on him directly because it's his game and it's not Dang. his fault. Like it's yeah. like I I know he understands like this was going to happen and like yeah I I mean I've I've said enough. I just. I think it's dumb, and they're making something out of nothing when they knew this was going to happen.
0: Well, they're thinking of legal action of taking. Uh, Dude, that's just going to cost them money. Epic. That that they yeah, can't so like,
2: I know they've made a lot of money off this game, but that's just money they oh, can't shoot. afford to lose to finish development. Like,
0: it's, you gotta remember that you guys are paying Epic to even use their engine.
2: Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like that's what I was saying earlier. Like. Why are you going after your business partner in Epic when you could go after Rockstar or Ubisoft or, or one of these it's, other companies that's making it, a game just like this? Like, Why do you have to go guess, after Epic?
0: Because guess what? Epic still is going to make money off of you selling your game. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the contract that you signed with Epic to use their engine. They get part of your profit for using their engine. Yeah, you're paying the license and stuff, but whatever you make off of that Epic is going to get. So whether you sue or not, you still going to end up having to pay it if you sell to get to more people.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's it's just...
0: I don't but understand we're, why this is happening. It's just but we're going yeah, to get into our Arsenal exchange and this one, Jesse is smiling already because he's a- ready to go off. Me and Corey are just going to sit back. Um, so it seems that uh Epic, uh this is also related to Fortnite, kind of allowed Sony and Xbox uh be able to cross-play for a good moment.
2: I wish they would have just been like I wish they would have just left it on and been like, I don't know
0: how it turned on. I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs>
2: that would have been yes. just the best.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um it seems that Sony uh I I think Sony made it, uh made a comment about it uh but yeah it was only for a brief moment and um you know Epic say that uh it was uh, uh on their part a configuration issue um but we know that it can be done um but Jesse give us your full feelings cuz you are you, you have opinions. I should say. Yeah.
1: Well, I just, you know, and it's kind of funny because uh, this one topic kind of, in a lot of ways, sums up a lot of the stuff that we've talked about today, and. I I understand having a business and wanting to protect it, but. I just, I can't help but feel like the, it just seems like a lot of excuses coming from Sony. Like, I I just, I don't understand how letting people play on the system that they're playing on and be able to play with other people is going to hurt anyone, to be honest. But when when I look at this as a decision, like, everyone keeps on saying, oh, well, it's easy for Xbox to, to say that they want to do crossplay because they're in last place and they're they're not on the winning team so you know so it's it's easy but i i don't think it has anything to do with winning and losing i think it has everything to do with the direction that they're going in and with phil spencer like we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. he's he's just a gamer he enjoys gaming he happens to be working for xbox because they need the help and 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 he probably cares about xbox and so you know it's some form or whatever and i think he just genuinely wants people to be able to play together and because uh, i know i'd like to see an end of this this childish uh you know actions that we see with the stupid uh console war you know stuff because it it's really annoying and and like a lot of the a lot of the negativity coming from the Sony side in a lot of ways has turned me off from even wanting to own a PlayStation because all I hear about is negativity from that side, and you know you can't you're not allowed to like anything that you like that isn't what they like. You know it's just it's just annoying and so i think i think phil spencer is kind of that same way too where he's just like just wants people to be able to play how they want to play you know be it you want to play on a you know a hardcore system you can buy the one x you know like he he said right out this isn't like what we expect everyone to buy this that has that wants to play on xbox they don't they don't expect everyone to go out and get an Xbox One. It's just he wants to give you that option. And then we have the you know, like we talked about with the the back, you know, the backwards compatibility and the not charging people to be able to play the these old games if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's not making them money. It's it's just something that they genuinely want to do for the people that support xbox it's
0: they, it, they're they're offering that value of entertainment
1: yeah it's i think that's the thing is that like the a lot of these people that are talking negative and yes i i think it was stupid when xbox and microsoft said no we don't want to do crossword or backwards compare or uh cross play with sony when you know when they were ahead and that was stupid and i and I didn't I had a 360 and, and honestly I didn't 100% agree with a lot of the stuff that Microsoft you know the way that they were running their business at that time you know and and that was then and you know this is now that you know they're going in a much different direction and and it just feels like they're trying to be a little bit more positive about things and not be that greedy corporation that's just you know, doesn't want to care about anything except for making money, and they just, you know, just genuinely want to be positive about everything, and regardless of what system you want to play on, you know, them working with like Nintendo and them and Microsoft working together, that's awesome. Like, as a gamer, I think that's that's cool as hell. <laughs> you know, they, so they,
0: I um, I think Nintendo went. Uh, sent Phil Spencer a Switch, I think, or a 3DS. They like they sent them something like for his birthday or something. Yeah, like, sent, a couple well, yeah.
2: the Four. the story was like, you know, Phil Spencer wanted a Switch, but they they were like talking about the cross, uh, the the Minecraft update that's coming, and I, yeah. I think it might actually already be out because I saw some promotions for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, and they were like. You know, and and this happened with the Rocket League guys too. But in terms of Microsoft, like, Phil Spencer went to Nintendo and said, We want to put Minecraft on Switch. And Nintendo was like, Whatever you need. They, and like, which is something you don't hear from Nintendo. Like, out of all the platforms, Nintendo is usually the one that's like, No, we don't want to play with everybody. We don't want to play nice with everybody else. You know, we want to be Nintendo. We want to be our own thing. We want to be here. And, you know, ever since the Switch came out, you know, it's like, Minecraft has cross-play with Xbox. Rocket League's gonna have crossplay with Xbox. Like, it's happening. Like, the future is here. Like, everything we wanted when we were younger is here. Like, we want to play games with our friends on other platforms, right? right PC, yeah. Xbox, Nintendo, like, Switch, Wii U, Xbox One, Xbox 360, iPhone, Android phones, tablets, like, all of these people can play Minecraft together. And... You know, well, Sony's the only one that's holding out now. And it's like, well, why? Why are you the one system that's holding out? And, you know, when when Nintendo says to a competitor, whatever you need to get your game running on our platform, like, and, and you know, they ended up giving Microsoft dev kits, and you can sign an Xbox Live on your Switch through Minecraft. I did it. Like, right. I I mean I I did it. Like I have Minecraft on my Switch and it I did it. And, you know, and they give Phil Spencer a switch to play. Like that's that's something that's if we were talking about this like 15 20 years ago, <laughs> Nintendo versus Sega, like you you would have been out of your mind if you said that. Yeah. And now like, you know, Sony I I I understand we we have people on NGR radio staff that are diehard PlayStation guys and that's fine. And you know, sometimes they they get snarky when we talk about Xbox a little bit. You know, there's there's times on NGR radio proper where we you know, we have made fun of Xbox because of their lack of first party support and what are they doing and like, you know, I try to talk about it in a reasonable fashion like we do on the show, you know, I, and like sometimes it just spins out of control and then we talk about something else. But like, mm-hmm. you know, like we said earlier in the show, it takes a long time to write a ship and, you know, Microsoft's doing anything they can, including reaching out to competitors to say, hey, we we want to lend an olive branch to this console war. We understand we're not in a position, you know, we're not in the winning position, but we are we have a box that people play on and love and, you know... I mean, to be fair, Xbox One is still outselling Xbox 360 at this point in its life cycle. Like, it's not like it's selling terribly. You know, it's... Right. It's selling well. And, like, sales are a little bit down because people are excited for Xbox One X. You see the pre-orders selling out. Like, they are selling out. Uh, Right. So, it's just... It's just... It's weird that one company is kind of preventing the future to happen, you know and it's like, you look at Destiny everything you do in Destiny is tied to your Bungie account but you can't use your character on PlayStation you can't use your PlayStation character on Xbox because Sony won't allow it to happen and that's, that sucks because I would love to be able to transfer because like it, and even when the PC version comes out, I thought about dabbling in the PC version. Like, I would love to be able to... If I could just transfer my character between all three versions, you know? Like, it it doesn't even have to be, like, cross-play. Like, if you would just allow me to take my PlayStation character to the same game on Xbox... Yeah, I understand PlayStation has exclusive gear and I have some of it. Lock it out. Just lock it out. Like, you can do that. You can physically do that and just say, Hey... You're playing on this platform, this gear is exclusive to this platform for X amount of days, like, you can't use this. Okay, put it in my vault, I don't need it. I don't, like, I don't really care about Borealis anyway, that sniper rifle sucks. Uh, (laughs) But, you know what I mean? Like, it it, it just sucks that, like, all these games we're playing and want to have fun with players on other platforms. That we can't just say, hey, Xbox friend. Play with me. I'm on PlayStation, but we can just use Discord to chat, or like, you know, I, it's just we. Well, it's just it just sucks because like we we've seen we've seen it work. We just witnessed it work last week in Fortnite. We've seen it witness. We've witnessed it between Switch and Xbox, like in Rocket League. We've seen videos of them playing on different consoles, and it's just like, come on, like just be and just. I- you be a pro
0: consumer move and just do it. Well, the thing about it is, and before you get, before you answer Jesse, the thing about it is, is that if you think that kids might be affected by crossplay, which I still think that's the most idiotic. Because, well, PlayStation still cross-play with it, PC, it, like. But 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 it, this is the, but this is the thing about this is the thing about it. Most of the games that would do crossplay are mature rated. Besides Minecraft and besides and besides Rocket League or some or maybe NBA two K if two K decides to do it. Like kids could buy a sixty dollar gift card at a store and purchase Grand Theft Auto on your system. If you worry about crossplay with some kids, they could buy in rated games on your system digitally. You're not doing nothing to prevent that. You're not bringing no kind of awareness. So why now you trying to bring awareness about crossplay with kids? That doesn't make no sense. The people who have bought your system, who are voicing their opinion that they want to do this, Sony is not listening to them. These people have made your system the number one console. You were able to become number one because of Microsoft mistakes. Now, Microsoft wants to open the door and be fair. They don't care about money or anything. They just want their players to enjoy their entertainment with the other players on different platforms. Just like you stated, they're doing it with Nintendo. So, that's going to be a good relationship. And don't forget, people have to who buy these systems, they have to buy the game to even play it on crossplay. So, if Sony want better market well if you want better people to buy your system and buy that game on that system to do cross play, then you guys would be having have to do the marketing. To say that hey, this is cross play with multiple consoles and PC players. But see, Sony doesn't do marketing well. Nintendo and Xbox, I feel like they're gonna market it well, or their third-party publishers are gonna market crossplay well. And, and when <laughs> and when they highlight that crossplay is going to happen, that's gonna guarantee more sales. Because what's going to happen? I feel like, well, in my opinion, even the Minecraft, oh. even the Minecraft. Like
2: to, uh, before you move on from the marketing thing, like the Minecraft trailer on Nintendo's website has Nintendo plastered all over it, has the. Nintendo stuff plastered all over the, the game worlds and stuff and it says play with your friends anywhere on any device on the Nintendo trailer it says that Right, and that's like that's awesome that someone like Nintendo like yeah they agreed to it behind closed doors but they're open, being open about hey your friend has it on Xbox One you can play with them there take your Switch with you just you know you can play with them and your friend has it on their iPad cool you know all you have to do is log into an Xbox Live account and that's that's cool like that's that's such a pro consumer move by everyone involved and like it just sucks cuz like it 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 makes more work on the developers too like if you're developing Minecraft like you're going to have to have a separate server load for the PlayStation players because you know they won't be getting the same updates that the other versions are because of the because they don't won't allow crossplay you know rocket league has to have separate servers because they won't allow crossplay mm-hmm. it's just it's just dumb it's just it's a waste of time it's a waste of money it's a waste of resources for the developers for games that are popular on your console
1: well, but it doesn't well,
2: matter because it's not Sony. So I, 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 care. I know, but that's that's the problem. That means that Sony doesn't really care. Like they're switching gears again. Where like Sony was super pro indie, super pro third party at the beginning of this life cycle, right? When Xbox was making all the mistakes. Now Sony is very pro first party. Uh, they are. They say, "Hey, we're going to market Star Wars, Call of Duty, and Destiny. Those are the big three games we're marketing this fall." And oh, by the way, we're just going to send out a press release on the indie games that are coming to PlayStation because we have games now. And it's like that's that's kind of they're reversing what they were all about at the beginning oh. of the generation. And it and like you can see that at E3, you can see that at Tokyo Game Show. Don't get me wrong That's their it, partnership it, with Square Enix and that stay alive game looks really awesome
0: by the way but like... it, this is the this is the weird thing about it. People talked about how Nintendo was not marketing third party games, but they not no one is saying nothing about Sony marketing third party games, not saying a word people would just like if uh, Nintendo would market third party games and you know get up with them and try to like market that game and stuff they would have the sales well Sony's doing the same thing they're partnering with third party but they're not marketing their games mm-hmm. you know like Sony is in such a bad position um, because PlayStation four, yeah, it put them in the positive, but they rely more on PlayStation to keep their company afloat than anything else. Well that's that the, is a so problem. Playsta- PlayStation's
2: the only brand that makes that puts any money in the black every year. Like their T V division is bad. Their movies movie division is probably they there was a rumor they're either gonna merge with someone or just shut down completely, like mm hmm. I mean that's why this freaking James Bond 25 is taking so long to develop because Sony effed everything up and like their camera division like Sony isn't the brand it used to be and they want it to be like their TVs are subpar LG and Samsung's are way better than Sony's Uh, you know their cameras aren't up to par with with Canon and Panasonic and like in Kodak and stuff like it's it's the playstation's the only brand that makes them any money and at some point they're gonna make the the a big move that's the wrong move and you know xbox and nintendo will be on top again you know they're gonna make that move that really hurts them in the long run and that's gonna be bad for the playstation brand uh you know it's it's just a matter of time unless they really reconsider everything that we just talked about on the show and it's not like sony's listening to us babble about this like i know right. like they they just aren't listening to us we're a small podcast like but other people have brought this up at bigger outlets you know people have brought this up to where sony's going to have to pay attention sooner or later or they're going to be missing something yeah they can put out great games like horizon and and bloodborne and and all these other things like but at some point like software can only get you so far and n- that happened not that Nintendo made any bad moves with the Wii U but you know software can only get you so far and Nintendo right. experienced that firsthand last gen, last their last generation you know like they had a gr- lot of great first-party games but you know without support of third parties and, and you know not having as strong as strong of a virtual console as they did on Wii and You know, not capturing that audience, like they they made a mistake and it hurt them. And now the Switch is successful because they're correcting their mistakes. Sony needs Sony Sony needs to see what happened to to Nintendo and take notes and start correcting their course now before it's too late.
0: This is what's going to happen. I feel like this is just my viewpoint of crossplay in general. Is that if a company releases, let's just say. Let's just do all four PC, Switch, uh, Xbox, and Sony. Okay. So Sony blocks all you know all cross play. It's the latest it is Doom Two Multiplayer. So Who's playing Doom the, multiplayer? <laughs> we'll just use it, we'll just use that as example. So if if PC didn't sell well because it had bugs and stuff but they're fixing it and patching it okay that's fine but okay the leading platform is PS4 but you still got uh, some good sales on Xbox One you got some decent or good sales on on Switch you got some decent good sales on uh, PC if if three fourths of that community is able to play each other people are going to look at the playstation version and be like yeah you guys sold more but people are going to want to play with their friends and if that is allowed to happen and i don't have to buy your console just to play against my friends Mm -hmm. i'm going to go pick up that version and so those three versions all together are going to gain more sales and one of them they're going to gain more more sales because like you look at it from
2: a developer standpoint too is like if you have more consoles to work with, it's easier to put to fill a matchmaking room. It's easier yeah. to fill uh, multiplayer lobbies. Like you look at Madden and NBA 2K and FIFA like it's easier to match make with people of your skill level so people aren't getting killed every game. Like you go into a Madden match and one game is really close and you play the next game and you're playing somebody on the same console and you get crushed. Like it'll give you a wider pool to choose from. You look at a game like destiny, it'll give you, it'll give players that are in clans more benefits to join a clan. Even if you're not on the same console, like there, there's so many developer friendly, like not even consumer friendly developer friendly right issues at like that would help like star Wars battlefront. It'll give you a lot of people to choose from to play in a big group match. You know, you, you, look at Titanfall 2 like Titanfall 2 would have benefited so much from this because like you know it underperformed because it came out between Battlefield and Call of Duty you know it had like I heard rumors that Xbox lobbies weren't filling up all the time at launch like You give them a bigger player pool to pull from, like it'll fill matches up faster. You will you will be so surprised at how much better of an experience a game is when you're not waiting in a lobby for five, six, seven, eight minutes. You know, right? And like shooters are different. You know you you could be able to opt in to play with PC players because of the mouse and keyboard stuff. Like I get that aspect of it, but at the same time, like you give you let players have the option of playing with map like. Hey, I don't want to play against people with mouse and keyboard. Like, so I don't really think I should play against PC players. Cool. We'll match you with PC players who have a controller plugged in. We'll match you with PlayStation players. Like Overwatch also, like that's another really popular game that could really benefit from cross-platform because like yeah, it's very popular overseas, but sometimes when I would play Overwatch, I would sit waiting for a match for 5 or 6 minutes, and that's not fun. Because not enough people were online. But if you cross play well, it if you cross play it with Xbox One and PS four, like that doubles maybe even triples your pool. Yeah, it, and I
1: it, I was gonna say I think the I think the thing that, you know, some people worry you know, worry about that of the you know, making it where if you wanna play with a keyboard on your Xbox you'd have to play you know, they'd kind of break you up into a different thing but i think pc is always gonna have they're gonna have the majority of people playing online i feel like like a lot of people uh, you know a lot more people own a pc than than singly just an xbox or singly just a uh, a PlayStation. So if you if you're being segregated from playing against other people on a console because you want to use your keyboard, it's not going to be that big of a deal. You're not really gonna, you know, it's not really gonna make it harder for you to find a game. So I don't think that you know that would be an issue, like
2: some people think it would.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, you, it, it, c- you
2: even look at. I mean, you, that's a good point, Jesse. You look at Gears of War Four, which was on PC and they did the cross play between Xbox and PC and people could and they just, they opened up multiplayer recently for PC versus Xbox and like you could opt in to Gears and say yeah, I can, I'll i play with people with, who are playing on PC with mouse and keyboard I don't care, I just want to go in and shoot some people like, and it worked just fine like it works, you know, I, I've i seen people on Gears 4 on PC playing and, like and, and with
0: matches. X. And with Xbox allowing for keyboard and mouse coming to the system soon, now you have an even playing field. Mm-hmm. You have more choices and stuff. And
2: PlayStation offers Bluetooth keyboard and mouse support for certain games already. Like Final Fantasy fourteen, you can mm-hmm. you can play that game with a mouse and keyboard. You know, uh, uh, Paragon, you can play with mouse and keyboard. Uh, you, some of these other like MOBAs and and MMOs never winter you can play with mouse and keyboard on ps4 so i like, mean that that field is also closing like you guys said
0: like i, I think people want it so it could become like a common thing where where it's a like most games that's that deals with a lot of online you know just online play and different people that it becomes ex, expected expectancy that a game offer cross-play you know, because uh, just think about going to PAX and seeing League of Legends being on PC. Let's say League of Legends comes to Xbox or and it comes to Switch, and there's a raid that's going on, and you know you're in the convention, th- you got the uh, TV set up somehow that's just 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 be hypothetical but oh, everybody's able to connect online to take a down this one exclusive boss at packs yeah all those sony players who are doing remote play on their uh vita can't participate because of this mhm and, yeah. and and it is in the you could I would feel bad for those vita players who bought this System, who were promised all of this stuff to do with that went along with PlayStation 4. And you guys are cut off because a company said no. That's a shame that you guys got region, that you're region free. Well, all consoles now are region free, but you want to allow cross-play? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's an issue that I think... Honestly, I think maybe in the next year it'll be solved. I just think I think Sony is in a position where they want to kind of control that narrative to mm-hmm. an extent since they're out in the lead and they wanna they wanna say, "Hey, this will happen when we say it happens, and they wanna control that narrative but then don't
0: nobody knows what their narrative is I know I know, I know
2: I know I'm just saying like. Maybe at PSX or or something where the spotlight is on them, they can say, hey, we're lending an olive branch to Xbox to say, hey, we're we're going to cross-play with you guys, and we're going to play nice, and we're going to play nice with Nintendo on these certain games. And then that way, the light will be shining on them in a positive light where, you know, we kind of see it, well, okay, Phil Spencer already said, hey, uh, we want to do this, and you know the hardcore sony fans won't care because the spotlight will be on them
0: well what's going to happen is well hopefully it doesn't happen i should say that that they charge extra for uh for crossplay. i don't think they will i no
2: that, i don't think they can like there's, is, there's no way to well, control the, that <laughs> it's it's a I developer mean, side thing and like yeah. you know the well, the only, I mean, well, the only I mean, first party
0: game that's on multiple platforms right now is minecraft so it's, it's like minecraft but and uh, and Rocket League, if they decide to do that, uh, but I'm but I'm just saying, what if Sony does that? What if Sony just like we would give you guys uh, crossplay, but it's ten dollars extra with your PlayStation, uh, PlayStation Now account, or the I mean, PS. I, I
2: don't. I think maybe a plus. I should say. I don't think okay. they would do that. I don't think they would come out and say, hey playstation plus is now ten dollars more because you can play with xbox i think they'll just say something along the lines of like hey we're going to start charging ten dollars more for online because we have extra server loads we have extra mm-hmm. features we want to implement into the into the network and we need more money to do that is how it, they, how they would word it they're not going to say hey you want to play with xbox players you need to pay us ten dollars extra a year they're not going to say that that's dumb that's just bad no. pr
0: well shoot, no. what if they actually charge it per month? No, they won't do that either.
2: They no. they can't do that. Uh, do you know how many people they... would unsubscribe to PlayStation Plus? Like, I don't care how good of a deal it is, like, I don't care how many free games you give me, like that's just dumb. That's just dumb. <laughs> to charge ten extra dollars a month. That's just dumb.
0: I mean, if if they're if we're doing the, if we're going with the server logic I feel like Sony would do that. So many people would jump ship so fast.
2: Well, uh,
1: yeah, that would be their choice if they want to do that and make
2: themselves look worse than it they already do. Yeah. About it. I mean, look. I mean, Microsoft kind of looked bad at the at the at the point where they were charging ten dollars more a year for Xbox Live at one point than PlayStation Plus, and then Sony's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, Microsoft's charging more, so we can charge more, and then they just. Bumped it up, but like to charge more per month, like so many people would jump ship so fast. Like, people would, people would, people would, no, they can't, they just can't do that. That would be so dumb of them. That would be so dumb. If they did that, so many people would jump ship so fast to Xbox or PC, like Sony would be done. Like, so the PlayStation well, would be done.
0: I, 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 we shall see because i feel like if they if they did that and you know we could go of course guys we want to hear from you guys what you think about if they if, sony, X podcast extra, at yes, um, if sony did charge ten dollars for cross play would you jump ship if you if you're on the playstation or would you uh would you pay the $10 so you can have that benefit of playing with your friends anytime, anywhere with certain games or whatever game that's being released, knowing that they need that money for extra service. Because my thing is this, Corey, you mentioned that uh, Microsoft was charging more for a PlayStation. Um, You guys need to go back and remember when PlayStation 3 got hacked. LPSN mm-hmm. was down for months.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. Let's not go there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, but you see how more secure Xbox was with Xbox Live.
2: Yeah, the thing is, like, the other thing too is like the server stuff would be more developer side, and if they're third party games, like Sony doesn't really have anything to do with that, except for the fact that like the servers are programmed to run Sony's network whereas like if you did crossplay like the servers would be designed to run all networks. So, I mean the, that would just look even worse for Sony if they charged more because of server things. So, I don't know. I just I just think they can't do that. Like Yeah. It would just make them look even worse.
1: Well, and I just and I personally just and in you know in the the you know, this whole situation, the whole, the whole reason for it happening. I just hope that doesn't happen regardless because it's just stupid for anyone to be punished because you want to be able to let people, you know, everyone play together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's just... That's not what it's about. It's not about. It shouldn't be about making money. It should just be about, you know, letting people buy, you know, spend the money on the systems they want to spend the money on.
2: Right, because people are people are going to spend the money. Like, it, yeah, shouldn't, it exactly. shouldn't be about money because people are going to spend the money. You just got to be pro consumer. If you're pro consumer, people will come to your box, right? It's like mm-hmm. I I I truly believe that, and that's why I think Xbox One is selling better now is because of all these pro consumer moves like if 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 you do some pro consumer stuff which is why playstation 3 took off towards the end of the generations because they started giving you free games with their online subscription like Mm -hmm. that was a that was a smart decision on their part you know and then microsoft caught up and now they're kind of equal ground and now they're trying to figure out how to incentivize and Usually that's a deals with gold or PlayStation flash sale or something. Uh, You know, exclusives help a lot. You know, there's there's just a lot of factors that go into it. And now Xbox is making the pro consumer move of backwards compatibility. And it's super popular. And a lot of people enjoy that feature, you know, and that's something Sony doesn't have. And at some point, maybe they'll try to figure that solution out. Or, you know, I... I think, you know, PlayStation, what is it? PlayStation Now is an okay solution, but not the best solution, uh, yeah. you know, and Microsoft's Game Pass is also a very smart idea to the point where I think Sony's probably looking into something like that. Making the deal with EA Access, I think Microsoft made a smart choice there. The pro cons- If you make pro-consumer moves, the audience will come there, you know, it's mm-hmm. and, and you got to take the japanese market out of it too like you know you you got to focus your consoles on uh the american and european market because the japanese market loves their portable systems that's why switch is outselling everything right now that's why 3DS is doing well that's why vita still does well you know it's, but the,
0: the the japanese market is important but for con- like I agree with you for console based no like nintendo uh, nintendo and some phones just dominate in japan mm-hmm. uh and you know in europe sony is sony supposed to be big in europe but mm-hmm. it looks like nintendo might be changing that with switch
2: mm-hmm. yeah you know? i mean i think a lot of people are most most gamers who like who enjoy playing more than call of duty or madden and madden every year in gta like most people are two, at least a two-console person where, you know, you either have an Xbox or a PlayStation and then you have your Nintendo console, which is what I see a lot of people doing now, at least. Like, you have your Switch or your 3DS and then you play primarily on Xbox or PlayStation. And then there's some people who are fortunate enough to have all three, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, But, you know, and, and it's it's that uh that market where you have to break into and say hey we know we understand most consumers are a two console market this is why we should be your primary box and microsoft you know right now in terms of features on their box are making a great case for that for the Xbox One S or the X to be your primary platform they just need to start Getting the news out there that says, hey, we're developing more games for this console. I can- we can't wait to show you what we're working on. Whereas Sony's box doesn't have a lot of great features in terms of pro-consumer, like backwards compatibility or Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But they have the the library, you know, so it's... It, it, it's... I don't really know where to go from here in this conversation. I'm just I think Sony needs to be smarter in their pro consumer moves and cross platform since they can't offer the PlayStation 3 backwards compatibility just based off the tech in the console, I think cross platform play is a smart move for them. And like just purely on a pro consumer level, it's the only thing they can really offer players now that Xbox I mean, Xbox can't offer it, but they've already said that. So, like, you know, it's what they can offer.
0: Jesse, any last words?
1: Um, just yeah. I, I mean, I and it just it, the sooner the stupid, childish crap with the the console war stuff can be over with already, and just you know, stop wrecking. Gaming as an experience <laughs> in some ways sometimes the the better off i I think everyone is, but I just you know i I don't care what people play on you know and i and I think that's that's kind of the way it should be is you shouldn't you know care that much about someone liking something else, and if and if, uh, if you really like that system and you don't like the other one, that's fine. But, but there, there's a way it to would be, be awesome critical. to be able to, yeah.
0: There's well, a and way then to just... be critical critical about something, but also be respectful. Because I, I think a lot of people keep forgetting that, that even if you don't own uh, a different console, at least respect it. At least, uh, at least, be man enough or woman enough to go to a store and give it a try, mm-hmm. or yeah. and, t- and talk. Or if your friend has it, go to their house and play. And if it's if it's not for you, at least be respectful. Guess what? Okay, the system is not for you. How about we talk about the games and the experience? Cause guess what? If Corey is playing Destiny Two on PS4, I'm getting the same experience on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our experiences and what we encounter during the game. That's, Not what we did with the system, but what we did with the game.
2: Yeah, that's another point too. Is like a lot of my i I prefer playing my games on the Xbox. Like I prefer Xbox as a console as a platform. I prefer mostly their first-party games over Sony's, uh, you know, Horizon. Horizon is, like, the one exception that, like, Microsoft has nothing close to Horizon that, you know, I could enjoy on that platform. But in terms of multiplayer games, I find myself double-dipping on a lot of them because I have friends on both platforms. Like, Mm -hmm. Destiny is the greatest example of that, where I've double-dipped on Destiny both, or I guess all five times now, if you include vanilla and all the expansions of Destiny just... One,
0: and now and, Destiny Two, and that. And of have having, has... having having me, and you talked about double dipping. Like I talked about getting it for PS4, but after I played the beta, I made my final decision mm-hmm. to yeah. play on one. And like it would just be in like
2: a lot of my friends, like half of half of my old raid team jumped ship to Xbox. And now, like, I'm really split on Destiny now, and it's like, now that, you know, we have Arsenal X and the the, uh, Xbox community, uh, Arsenal X, Xbox community, and the Facebook page, like, there's more reason than ever for me to double dip on Xbox, but the other half of my raid group, which is, you know, we've been grinding so hard on PlayStation and finding new people to raid with because the friends I used to play with on Xbox aren't quite there yet. So I've been focusing on PlayStation because I want to run the raid. And by the time, like, you know, by the time Ed, you level up and Jesse, once you get a little bit higher and I catch up on Xbox and, you know, Joey and, and Mitch are my friends that I used to play with, like they're already leveled up and trying out the raid, but they're not high enough level. Like I wish I it, it it makes me feel like I have to put double the time into one game that I... Don't get me wrong. I love Destiny. I'm, I'm more than willing to do it. But the fact that I have to do it mm-hmm. just really sucks. And it sucks even worse because everybody knows everything is tied to Bungie.net and not the consoles themselves, which makes it even worse. You know, like, my clan tag from PlayStation pops up on my Xbox. My clan tag from PlayStation pops up on Xbox. My character's uh armory shows up everywhere like it just it just really sucks to feel like I have to put double the time into a game that you know the technology exists that you know you don't have to do it. And it would just be nice to say, "Hey, i really just want to play with my xbox one controller and but like and like yeah maybe you guys will have to download the discord app onto your phones big deal but like still want to play together you know it's just it sucks but but the thing is too and that
1: that's another issue uh you know that some people talk about or whatever it but uh honestly <laughs> look at your xbox look at your playstation do you honestly think it would be that difficult that if everyone agreed on cross play that hey here's a, here's a a chatting app that works across everything
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you well, don't have to pull out your cell phone to do it you don't have to the only reason it doesn't exist right now is because there's no reason for it mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if you give if you give the systems a reason for it it easily will be an app they
2: load onto the the Xbox, they load onto the PlayStation. I guarantee and you, Discord you can would talk. create. Discord would create a an app for PlayStation and Xbox both the minute yeah. cross platform is available. Like yeah, just because that's the easiest way to do it. You know, Discord is so convenient and so easy, or Mumble, or you know, one of these other chat apps. You know, like Bungie. Like if Bungie created their own chat app. To play destiny with or something like i mean that's kind of extreme but like you know it could happen it's just yeah it's mm-hmm. just really frustrating to know that i have to put double triple the time into my uh, into a game i love so much because yeah. of of the non-cross <laughs> well and well,
1: you're and you know and you're you're one person is that is that fair is that fair to the creator to the there might not, there might be someone who has to do that, but they're not as, as forgiving about it as you are, that it could possibly burn someone out of playing their game, that they just stop playing it altogether because, because it it could have a negative effect on someone Yeah, having to switch through all the time. It, It would be easier for, for, you know, a lot of reasons. I mean, then you don't have to worry about that as a as a creator of a game of people having to you know like switch in all the time and making it
2: making it a hassle to play their game. I mean it's yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's just like I like Destiny's campaign a lot, but I've already played through it three and a half times, man. And that <laughs> grind to level twenty is the worst. Like I wouldn't mind if I could just be like, hey, okay, I- I've played the campaign just i just want all my characters to be level 20 and let me start the grind from there like but the fact that like i feel like i have to play the campaign like six full times <laughs> like it just it that that sense of dread of playing the campaign a couple more times yeah. than level to 20 is the worst part yeah <laughs> that, yeah i experience that wrong. just to... don't get me wrong just... campaign in destiny is good it's fun but yeah. i've played it three and a half times already yeah <laughs> You just have to. It's just too many cutscenes
1: to have to press B on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, everybody, that is our Arsenal Exchange. Like I said, we do want to hear what you guys have to think. So email the show at arsenalx at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think about crossplay. If Sony charged for crossplay, maybe if Microsoft charge for crossplay. I mean, I like, would ha- let's hope no.
2: I would like <laughs> honestly, I would I would pay. Like what? What's Xbox Live now? Like sixty bucks a year. Sixty, yeah. If they needed, if both companies agreed on crossplay, and they're like, we do need an extra ten bucks a year, but you can have crossplay across every game that supports it. I would, I would pay the extra ten bucks just because that would be so cool and so just convenient and stuff
1: yeah even even if yeah even if we were the ones that had to front it if we had to pay the extra you know bit for the 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 yearly charge so yeah so playstation would be on board i'll gladly pay it yeah i don't care i want to be able to play with other people on other systems
2: and if i don't care if people are like like i understand when prices go up people get enraged but like if you can't afford an extra $10 a year maybe you should find another hobby
0: <laughs> if you could pay $100 for a legendary version of a game but can't pay 70 for online that's a problem yeah
2: I bought NBA 2K for 150 bucks, but I can't pay the extra $10 for the
0: <laughs> Xbox Live like <laughs> yeah and if you can't pay that get a Switch and pay the $20 for a whole year when it comes out next year yeah
2: or just buy a Switch and play Xenoblade Chronicles that has no online and it's going to be 300 hours and you'll
0: be fine. And let the church say amen to that. <laughs> so, uh, Jesse, go ahead and plug.
1: I'm on uh, Twitter at sub uh, underscore humanist and uh, in the NGR community and uh, now on uh, the uh, we have uh, what the NGR uh, the Xbox Ar- Arsenal X, uh, the Destiny <laughs> NGR Destiny community. I'm basically in all those. Um, yeah, if I want to play some uh, Nightfall. Uh, so if <laughs> if you're you're playing uh, Destiny Two on Xbox, uh, add add me uh, Gara, uh, the number four and Kazakage K Z E. A-G-E, That's or a K-A-G. K-A-G. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'd gladly play with you on Destiny if you want to. So,
2: Net- the Nightfall sucks this week, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh. yeah. Though, yeah, the, I tried playing it by myself, and I literally can't even make it to the first major checkpoint because, okay. <laughs> like, you just get killed. Like, like it seems like every every uh, bad guy on the map has got a sniper rifle and just snipe you the second that you get by someone yeah
2: nightfall cory
0: go ahead and applaud.
2: nightfall is just uh, it's yeah anyways you can find me at cory and hd on instagram and twitch uh yeah i ha- finally have it set up to where i can stream destiny so i'm pretty excited uh you can find yes. me at Corey and UHD on twitter you can find me in the arsenal x xbox community on xbox live I'm working on getting an Arsenal X Mixer channel, so Ooh, yes. we can start streaming the podcast to that as well. Uh, you know, I know Jamie and Chris when they were doing Xbox Dive did that, and it seemed to be pretty successful for them. So um,
0: yeah, because I think they uh, announced. I think Xbox is allowing people to use third-party uh, cameras. Uh, I
2: think, think that. I think that's. Somewhere. I think that's in. Beta. I'm not sure hey, because okay. I mean they still want you to use Connect, but they are also playing around with letting you use USB cameras. Which Logitech, I have one, so I would actually get you a second could. one if I could. Uh, but you can also find me on NGR Radio every Monday, Power Block every Tuesday and Fridays. Uh, you can find me on World One One every when does larry post that tuesday mondays Monday. mondays okay uh at some point and uh arsenal x
0: edward take us home <laughs> not yet <laughs> jesse ready to do it uh you guys can find me on twitter at that retro code you can also hear my podcast uh, oh, I forgot. Yeah, you can guys find me on Twitter at that retro code. Uh, you can hear my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. You can check out check me and Corey out on Nintendo Power Block, on Nintendo Power Block at NGR Radio on YouTube, and also here on Arsenal X and World 1 1 podcast on the YouTube page. Please, guys, we would love to hear your feedback on the Arsenal X uh, Facebook page. I know we mentioned it a lot. Also, join our community creator page you know if you guys are very creative and want to discuss video games or need help get started in the podcast and stuff we're are able to help we're we are able we're able to help you guys and give you advice and even do some help you guys with some of the shows and stuff so yeah jump on it and like hit us up we got great writings and blogs on the ngrradio.com section so check it out um uh, Jesse White, his uh, Hellblade review is just wonderful, guys. Do check that out. So, with that, everybody, we are about to throw up our X because we are about to exit. And we are out. Yeah! We'll see you next time on Arsenal X.